Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful Fairfield Inn and Suites, Valdosta, Georgia. And actually, this recording was started last week at the Gaylord Opryland Hotel, Nashville, Tennessee, but somebody forgot to hit the record button on the Zoom recorder, and I was left with about 10 minutes of dead air. So the previous week's travel was pretty straightforward. I headed out of Orlando on a Sunday flew into Nashville, Tennessee uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, Ubered over to the Gaylord Resort, which if you've never been to is a phenomenal property. No shortage of things to do, no shortage of places to eat. You're right across the street from the Grand Old Opry. My wife and I had visited there about four months ago for a spring getaway, and we found ourselves a beautiful Hilton Garden Inn in the middle of downtown. Nashville close to walking distance of everything that you could ever want to go to from the Country Music Hall of Fame to the ice arena where the Nashville Predators were wrapping up uh, last year's hockey season. And this week I was actually supposed to be in Raleigh, North Carolina on Monday and then punching out of Columbia, South Carolina on a Thursday, but a little storm and a bunch of wet weather from Florence kind of changed those plans Uh, Wednesday of last week. Not to uh, brag on Southwest too much, but it was one very simple phone call. Called up Southwest, canceled my flight, rebooked it, the exact same flight for late November. And I think the only fair fees that I had to pay was about 12 bucks. So made for a very easy and seamless uh, transition to a new flight. The other nice thing about Southwest was I had a super early flight, not super early, but a early flight out of Nashville on Friday. I think it was about 7.15 in the morning, so caught an Uber from the hotel about 5 a.m., hit the airport by, you know, 5.30 or so. I actually walked up to the gate and just asked if, you know, by chance, is there any other earlier flights out? I know when I had checked to book, there just wasn't anything out, and sure enough, the gate agent came back and said, well, you know what, as a matter of fact... We've got some open seats on the direct that leaves out of here at 6.15. I can get you on it. Gave her the thumbs up. And by 9.10 Friday morning, I was back in Orlando and headed towards uh, Chateau Relaxo. So today we're going to talk about the Southwest Companion Pass. And last January, after about 20 years with the American Express card, I decided to kind of move away from that card and head over to the Chase Southwest Reward card. Now, I've been a huge American Express fan even before I was old enough to know what I was supposed to do with one of those cards. And they offer some amazing benefit in exchange for their you know, their yearly fees. Definitely will miss the uh, five times points every time I flew. You know, I think I got a monthly Uber credit about 15 or 20 bucks. They gave me a $200 a year annual airline fee credit. So if I wanted to put a couple hundred bucks towards a ticket for somebody else, that was available to me. You know, some of the the perks, especially since moving over to Southwest Airline and flying out of Orlando, access to their American Express Global Lounge didn't do me much good. Their private jet program actually falls on deaf ears with me, and no annual fee for additional gold cards for other members of the family. That's not something that I really need. You know, and I've, I've talked about this in the past, that one of the positive benefits of the American Express card is there's no pre preset credit limits. And this allows you to do some pretty crazy things such as charging the roof replacement on the house that you're trying to sell. 
And one of the bad benefits of the American Express card is there's no preset credit limits, meaning that you can charge the roof replacement on the house you're trying to sell. And so it's really easy. And I did it when I was in my, I don't know, late 20s, mid 20s. Um, I got really upside down with American Express in the period of about 45 days. And let's just say it was no fun. And I'm not a huge fan of credit cards. Uh, but late last year, 2017, the Chase Southwest Reward Card and, and the benefits that it offered really caught my attention. You know, especially when it comes to travel and, tr- and credit cards, you want those points. I mean, you're, you're putting your head in a bed or your butt in a seat and you're spending your money. But I'm not a point chaser. I'm not one of those guys that has the desire to apply for this credit card or that credit card. And I certainly don't have the time to manage multiple credit card statements and then track the points that they offer. And I don't want to have to fill out multiple expenses. It's just, it's not something that I that I, I love to do. I, I enjoy reading about the guys that, that that's their passion. I mean, these guys know how to get a, around, you know, your credit score taking a hit for all these open credit cards. But it's just, it's not in my wheelhouse. So here's the skinny on the Chase Southwest reward card. The only reason to apply for this card is the Southwest Companion Pass. And so the Companion Pass breakdown is pretty simple. Friends fly when you do. You know, from the website, it says the Companion Pass is the benefit that allows you to choose one person to fly when you do. Free of airline charges, it does not include taxes and fees, which amounts to about $5.60 on a one-way trip. You're allowed to fly every time, they're allowed to fly every time that you purchase or redeem points for a flight. So to qualify, pretty simple, 100 qualifying one-way flights or earn 110,000 qualifying points inside a calendar year. You hit those one of those two numbers and you've earned the companion pass. So 100 flights in a year is brutal, you know, especially if you're traveling just in the southeast United States. I've talked about it before. I've done it one time in my road warrior career, and I don't want to repeat it. That being said, I'm currently at 52 flights as of September 1st. So I'm on track to probably hit, I would say, probably 65 to 70 flights. So for me, the only way to really hit the, the number, that is 110,000 points. So the card does, does tip the scale a bit in your favor. So, you know, for your yearly membership fee, Southwest will give you two points for every dollar you spend on Southwest and their Rapid Rewards Hotel and Car Rental Partners. Plus, you get a single point for every dollar you spend on other purchases. So on the surface, you know, 100,000 points at a dollar point is roughly $110,000 in spending. Well, that's probably not going to happen. You know, and if I flew only southwest at two points for every dollar spent, you know, that drops it down to about $55,000. Still not realistic. Imagine if I had been on track for $55,000 in airline travel, somebody at headquarters would have caught on by the end of probably March. (laughs) So, you know, I'm not a huge finance person. I'm a computer nerd. But, you know, on the surface, even those two numbers just don't make it realistic for most people. So how did I come and acquire the companion pass by the early part of June? Well, at the time that I signed up, and they usually do this in the early part of the year from kind of looking at all the websites, is they offered a 60,000 points or offered a 60,000 point bonus after you spent $1,000 in the first three months of the count opening. 
So my run rate for travel expenses is, you know, somewhere in the seven to eight hundred dollars a month range. So I knew easily I would be fifty port fifty four percent of the way towards one hundred and ten thousand points by you know late February early part of March. So two of the Chateau Relaxo residents, and we actually do call the house Chateau Relaxo, and the reason why was when we were building the house. Uh, we furnished it with some really nice furnishings, and, and one of the guys that I worked with said, you know, the house is going to be so nice that none of the kids are ever going to want to leave. So we'll see. They're still in college. But two of the, the, the Chateau Relaxo residents are actually in college, and uh, for the spring term, we once again put on the uh, we are put on the Chase card. Normally in the past, we had put it on American Express, and they actually did charge us a little bit of a premium for doing that. Not so when it came to the Chase card. So two spring tuitions garnered a fair amount of points. April 15th, tax day, that went on the card. And, and looking back, this probably wasn't a great deal for me since I had to pay, you know, about a point and a half for the transaction. Probably would have delayed getting the, uh, the companion pass by 30 or 45 days. But really, by the end of April, most of the points were already in the bank. And so what put us over the finish line was my trip, typical travel uh, on Southwest. So that get me would get me two points for every dollar spent. And then using the card as a traditional debit card, you know, meaning that we'd buy groceries or go to the movies or whatever, went home, unpacked the groceries, came home from the movies, and then actually sat down and sent a payment to Chase for the amount of the, the groceries or the movie. It was a total pain, but by June 1st, uh, we had racked up 110,000 points, and my wife had the companion pass. So the good part of the pass is she gets it for all of 2019 plus the remainder of, of 2018, so almost 18 months of free travel when I do. So, so far, we're you know roughly midway through September, and here are some of the recent family flights. So Orlando to Nashville and back for two. The ticket price on that was $691. Orlando to Chicago and back for three was roughly $665. Orlando to Richmond for two, $803. And then Orlando to Atlanta for two was $641. And that totals up to about $2,800 in travel value. And all that it cost us was the fees and taxes, which amounted to about $210, $220. You know, not a bad return on, on $220 investment. And plus, we still got three more months this year with one or two more trips planned and then all of 2019 on it. So here's the wrap-up. Again, I'm not a financial guy. The, the Chase Southwest card really does work for Chateau Relaxo. You know, that companion pass is going to allow my wife to fly when I do for the rest of this year and then all of next year, you know, couple that with the one to two points that we earn for my additional travel and the typical uh, purchases that we do. It's going to give us points for, you know, the kids in the house to take some trips to see their friends and loved ones across the United States. There you have it. Thanks for listening. Safe travels and have a great day. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics.
Thanks again.